0: Hi everyone! This is Dina from health for life Welcome to my podcast. This is basically a podcast where I share some health information and health tips to help you improve your own health situation or help others to improve theirs. Um, Today I'll be talking a little bit more about the immune system. And how does our immune system work and some tips on how to strengthen it as well so first of all about 80 to 90% of diseases are related to your immune system so this is basically crucial to have a healthy immune system in order to avoid some serious diseases imbalance in the immune system means you can either have an overactive or an underactive immune system so these are two different things when you have an overactive immune system you get the autoimmune diseases there are many out there such as Hashimoto's lupus uh, even asthma eczema these are basically consequences of an overactive immune system. Underactive immune system is for those people who fall sick often, they get flus all the time Um, and then eventually with the underactive immune system you have higher risk of getting some serious diseases such as cancers. So how does our immune system work? Well the immune system is basically made up of many biological structures and processes within an organism that protect against disease. So to function properly an immune system must detect a wide variety of agents known as pathogens, um, from viruses to parasitic worms and distinguish them from the organism's own healthy tissue. the way our immune system work is, if you can imagine a war zone, the soldiers. There's different lines of defense, right? You have the soldiers, you have tanks, you have different weapons. Uh, you know that that is protecting um, the city, city from attack. So our our immune system are these soldiers. Yeah. So we have different lines of defense, and the pathogens or these viruses and bacteria are the enemy. So in order for the enemy to stay out of our city or our body, our immune system has to work well. So we have two types of immune system. One is the external and the other one is internal. External involves our skin, mucous membrane and nasal hair so our skin is one of the largest uh, defense uh, organisms that we have on our body so that's like the first line you know our skin is the protective layer for our body to stop certain um, enemies or pathogens to enter the other big umbrella of the immune system is the internal or the immunological cells so here we have two lines of defense the first line is where we have phagocytes and natural killer cells and the second line of defense is the T cells and the B cells I'm sure you've heard of these as you went along I will not get too technical here But the most important thing is that these lines of defense are able to protect us from the viruses and the bacteria that are trying to enter our body. So our internal immune system is made up of white blood cells and a healthy person has anywhere between 3,500 to 9,000 white blood cells. For those who have a weak immune system and once they fall sick, their white blood cell count will Be above 9000 even those with autoimmune disorders will also have the readings of the white blood cells blood cells above 9000 so um, how do we take care of our immune system how do we make sure that our immune system is able to protect us you know especially you know as we're going along the flu seasons or you know as we age our immune system weakens um so how do we really what are some of the things that we can do to help our immune system of course the number one thing we need to do is have a balanced diet a diet that involves lots of fresh fruits and vegetables, less meat and less processed food is very, very, very important. I'm a big believer in whole food plant-based diet. Um, I do give my um, clients option to include some fish and a bit of meat in their diets if they prefer that. But the majority, 90% of the diet should consist of whole foods and fruits and vegetables. Because this is the only way you can get the right amount of vitamins and minerals into your body and get a balanced diet that will make your immune system function 100%. Without this, it's very, very difficult. So another um, thing we need to look out for, or we need to focus on, is stress. Stress really does cause a lot of damage to the immune system. Um, It can also damage our good bacteria in our colon if you have constant chronic stress. I've covered chronic stress in one of my previous entries in, in more detail. But basically, how does um, chronic stress influence our colon? So we have good and bad bacteria in our colon. And we need to have a lot more good bacteria in there in order for it to function well. And with stress, chronic stress, these good bacteria get destroyed. And this is another reason why probiotics are so important um, to consume on a daily basis because without um, probiotics, we are unable to get this good bacteria into our system. We can consume some pre- prebiotic probiotic food, such as yogurt, sauerkraut, miso soup, but how much really? How much alive and good bacteria is in there? don't really know. And another uh, sensitive thing with probiotics is, is the bacteria able to survive all the way until our colon? Because if it dies in between, we will not be able to um, gain any benefits from it. The bacteria has to survive all the way down to the colon and then multiply there in order to be effective. So this is something to keep in mind when you take, when you choose the probiotics. Another important thing for the colon is good source of fiber. Fiber we can get from food, of course, but it's important that we have both soluble and insoluble fiber because these two have very different functions from one another. I will not go into too much detail here because um, that's a completely another topic. But um, if you do take um, natural source of fiber, we're talking about you know leafy green vegetables. We're talking about um, wholemeal foods that have lots of fiber inside, like you know oatmeals and even a great another great source of fiber is flaxseed meal. So ground flaxseed which you can add to your smoothies or to your cereal or to your oatmeal it's very very good so this is when it comes to so we need to take care of the colon well um, in order to have a healthy immune system because about 80 percent of our immune system is located in our gut in our colon area so if this is not balanced if this is not working properly, of course your immune system will not be healthy. So it's important that you know you go to uh, pass motion at least once a day um, in order for your colon to really work well and eliminate all the toxins from your body. Otherwise it will create a lot of bad bacteria and then again it will influence your immune system. Another important thing when it comes to immune system is we need to sleep early because we need to give our, ta- our body time to detox. Um, another important thing is that we need to sleep between 11 p.m. and 3 p.m. So we should be fast asleep by 11 p.m. Because this is when our liver, which is the largest, one of the largest detoxifier in our body, is detox, doing the detoxification process. So it will break down all the body toxins accumulated throughout the day, and it will eliminate them. If we don't sleep from 11 p.m. to 3, 3 a.m., this process will not be done properly, and you know we will not maximize this time if we're not sleeping, because our liver can only do this detox process when we are fast asleep. Then from 3 a.m. to 5 a.m., most blood circulation concentrates in your lungs. So this is when your lung is detoxing and getting rid of all the toxins that have built up throughout the day. Um, So it's important that we get this hours of sleep And I would say you need at least seven to eight hours per night. It's also not good to sleep too much, so anything above eight hours, it's not that great for your body as well. Um, Another important thing to remember when it comes to the immune system is that we need to keep our internal body temperature at the optimum. This optimum is about 36.5 degrees Celsius to about 37 degrees Celsius. Anything below 36.5 degrees is considered that your body is too cold. Uh, This cold body temperature environment is perfect for bacteria viruses everything to spread uh, even cancer cells to spread quickly so this is why it's very very important to keep our temperature at the optimum level how do we do this well we shouldn't be drinking any cold water or beverages this is something I'm big big believer of Um, it is much better to drink room temperature water or even a little bit warmer than that in order to keep our body temperature at around 37 degrees because when we drink cold water or ice ice water or any other beverage cold our kidneys have to work extremely hard to warm this water up in order to circulate it around the body because it has to come to the Temperature of our body. So if we're constantly doing that, it's like pouring water on a heated um, coal or heated wood, you know, you start to get all this steam, steam up. So your body does very similar, works in a very similar way. And therefore, this will damage your kidneys in the long run. So if there is something that you could start today that I would really recommend for you to do, that is to start drinking warm water or at least room temperature water. Um, consuming cold water or even cold foods, which we consider cold foods too much, it also damages your spleen. Spleen is one of the most important organs in uh, Chinese traditional Chinese medicine. In Western medicine, we don't really focus on it much, but in Chinese medicine, it's a very important organ to which is controlling your digestion, your blood production, uh, your temperature, lots of different things. So taking care of your spleen is very important. So we can do this by consuming some ginger, hot ginger, with some lemon and a bit of raw honey. Um, Drinking this daily is very good to warm up your body and to take care of your spleen. Um, For example, if you're somebody who gets cold feet often or cold hands, you know, your limbs are very cold, or you get cold easily, you know, you're in a room and everyone's hot and you're freezing, that means your body temperature, your internal body temperature is way too low. So you need to really take care of this and try to bring up the temperature. You can always check with the thermometer. Um, if it's often showing less than 36.5, that means your body is too cold. So another important thing to remember when it comes to immune system is exercise. We don't only need exercise to keep our bodies in shape but we need, we need it to increase the oxygen intake. So oxygen in our blood is crucial for our cells to live in a healthy environment. If there's not enough oxygen our cells can get sick or they can die. So we need to make sure that through exercise and through even different breathing techniques um, we can get enough oxygen in our body. I did um, a, vid- a, a, a Facebook live the other day on how to breathe properly because the problem is that most of us when we are born when we are babies we really breathe deeply if you ever observed. A small baby you can see how their chest completely opens up even their belly lifts up and down when they're breathing because they are really bringing in all this deep 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 breaths to bring in enough oxygen to their body but as we grow older and you know the stress the busy life uh, all these things we start to breathe shallow breaths very shallow shallow breaths and this not only doesn't bring enough oxygen to our blood but it also makes our lungs very weak so we are susceptible to you know, pneumonias, uh, lung cancers, all these COPD, all these problems because we forget how to breathe properly so that's another thing to remember getting enough oxygen is crucial for your health I often hear um, my clients saying oh you know I think my immune system is very healthy because I hardly ever fall sick and I never have fever I haven't had fever for three years you know some some of my clients do mention this well this is also not a very good thing because if your body's immune system is very weak it's unable to even produce fever so when you do get sick It is not able to raise your temperature up in order to fight this virus that is attacking you because even healthy people do get flus and and, you know they do get sick but because their immune system is so strong it's able to eliminate this virus or this bacteria quicker so even if they're sick they're sick maybe a few days and that's it but it's important that your body is able to raise the temperature if you do have some sort of pathogen entering your body. Another um, important thing to remember is that a lot of people have deficiencies, vitamin or mineral deficiencies and this is not only due to unbalanced diet but also because we just can't get enough of these vitamins and minerals just from our diet because our produce is not as it used to be you know and we need to usually we cook it and we destroy a lot of these vitamins and minerals while we are cooking it so we don't get enough so this is where the supplements come in again it's important to choose the right supplements, those that can be fully absorbed by our body and fully utilized and don't burden our body. Usually I recommend taking some natural supplements. For my clients I usually will use bee pollen because it has more than 200 vitamins and minerals and it really works well because our bodies are able to use it up and really you know, it it gives us, it gives the effect that we need without burdening our body. So that's another important thing. Um, As I mentioned, probiotics as well, we need probiotics from an external source. We just can't get enough of it from food and it has to be coated in such a way that it survives all the way to our gut. So. Just to recap a little bit, so the job of our immune system is to protect our body from certain infections, viruses. So it creates a barrier that prevents bacteria and viruses from entering our body. If a bacteria or virus does get into our body, the immune system tries to detect and eliminate it before it makes itself at home and reproduce and cause more damage. So if the virus or bacteria is able to reproduce and start causing problems, your immune system is in charge of eliminating. However, if your immune system is not working at its optimum, you it won't be able to eliminate it so quickly and this is where you know, we need to take lots of antibiotics and even stronger antibiotics as the time goes by because our body is just not able to fight. Um, some of the organs of our immune system is thymus, spleen, lymph system, bone marrow, white blood cells, antibodies, and hormones as well. So these are the the, basically the components, the major components of our immune system and if they or any one of those doesn't function well, we're in trouble. This is where the disease starts to develop. So each of these have a specific function in our body to keep the intruders from entering our body and maintain overall good health. So I never realized all these were part of the immune system. We don't really put much thought into many of these, but they are all vital for reducing our chances of getting different diseases. So I will not go into too much details on these components, but I do think it's important to to know some of their functions. For example, thymus is responsible for producing T-cells and is especially important in newborn babies. Without a thymus, a baby's immune system collapses and the baby will die. So this is very, very important because it's producing these T-cells as we mentioned earlier, T-cells are one of the second-line defense of our immune system. Um, spleen is another one, another co- component. Spleen, as I mentioned before, very important organ. It filters the blood looking for foreign cells. So if it sees something that's unfamiliar, it needs to eliminate it. And we have the lymph system. I'm sure you heard of this. Our lymph nodes are one one part of a system that extends through your body in much the same way as your blood vessels do. So the lymph is a clearish liquid that bathes the cells with water and nutrients. Lymph is blood plasma, the liquid that makes up blood minus the red and white cells. So very important. This is why we need to always make sure that our lymph system um, is not blocked so that we can actually get rid of all these uh, pathogens and uh, sick cells or damaged cells. And this is why we go through you know lymphatic massages or we do c- certain exercises to get the lymph system moving. Uh, Bone marrow of course another important one because it produces new blood cells both red and white So if it stops to work our red and white blood cells are unable to produce the white blood cells are probably the most important part of your immune system and It turns out that white blood cells are actually a whole collection of different cells that work together to destroy bacteria and viruses So again if something happens to these white blood cells we are unable to destroy bacteria and viruses with just our immune system then we have antibodies uh, which are produced by white blood cells as well they are y-shaped proteins that each respond to a specific antigen so basically we build these antibodies in our you know as we get different viruses in our body so that next time when we do get the same virus or bacteria, our body knows exactly how to eliminate it quickly. Hormones, there are several hormones generated by components of the immune system. These hormones are known generally as lymphokines. As white blood cells are one of the most important part of the immune system, we have to make sure they are at the optimal cellular cellular growth and revitalized so what is the definition of a good immunity basically means that one does not fall sick easily and in the event of an illness recovery is very fast so therefore the immune line of defense has to be in tip-top condition and you know if we follow all these um, advices and you know if we really take care of both our body as well as mental health you know keeping the stress levels low, sleeping well eating well, it's actually not that difficult the only problem is that we forgot how to do all this because we live in this fast-paced life, full of stress uh, trying to find out you know how to make more money, how to get a better car how to go for more vacations like we're constantly rushing and we forgot completely how to take care of our own bodies so it's not rocket science it's not that difficult it's just a matter of changing things step by step and once we replace those old bad habits with good ones with healthier ones it becomes part of our life as well. And we are unable to go back. We're unable to, you know, we, we stop poisoning our bodies and we start taking care of ourselves. So I hope this segment has helped you to get some useful tips. I always say prevention is not only easier, but cheaper than cure. So I believe strongly that there's many Serious diseases we can prevent if we act on time by changing certain habits and by implementing um, healthy lifestyle. And it's, like I said, it's not that difficult. You might not have support around you, but you have to remember you're doing this for yourself. So if you want to have a good immune system That will not only make you feel better, but it will also make you feel less scared of getting sick or, you know, you will just feel more confident and it will not, like, healthy immune system means, you know, not just falling sick less, but also means that you will feel so much better, you will have more energy you will just be happier in general because you are taking care of your whole body system because everything in our bodies is interrelated. We cannot just look at one organ or one symptom or one condition. We have to look at our body as a whole. So thank you for listening to my podcast. Do subscribe or tune in for my next episode. And if you have any questions, do write to me. It's Dina, D I N A, at health4, number four, life.blog. And please follow my Facebook and Instagram for latest updates and health tips. Till next time, have a great day. Bye.